two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. What a bear cat of a week. I really think we might have hit something last week and someone's trying to silence us there, Josh. Yeah, I because as we were both listening to our kind of recordings and, and, and then and then hearing uh, what would be published as our episode like. There was just, there was a lot of weirdness going on. Like, my audio got super screwed up. Um, and, yeah, a little weird, yeah. And and I own up to that. I I uh, I had a different audio input device selected than the one I typically go to. I, I reinstalled some things, and I guess I forgot to, ch- to check my settings. So I'll, I'll admit, that was on me. Um, but even then, like... I think I might have come down with something. I was feeling kind of raspy and and gross. Um, yeah, it, yeah. I got a chest infection. Like, yeah, it's, it's been a weird week. It, it has. It was. It was. It was a weird week. And I, if, if I can engage the conspiratorial part of my brain, it, it wasn't it kind of funny that the <laughs> week that we're like, oh, and you wait until the next episode because we're gonna finish up on the story about the government seeding the rain in uh oakville washington was that it yes yeah yeah yo man you'll you'll never believe what happens in part two and then it's like our audio is really weird and like we both kind of kind of come down with something and yeah but but you, you know that's that's just unfortunately sometimes the risks that you have to accept when you're a wizard, because that's what we are. Hello, everyone. I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard, and welcome to the Two Wizards Podcast. And I'm Mark, and I'm a wizard, and here we are. And before we start, I gotta say, number one, I have never been more excited to get a goddamn recording finished. I have so much <laughs> fuck in my head, Josh. I, I am the Jackie Chan meme, meme of, oh, uh, like, that might be the cover for this episode, is the Jackie Chan, what do I do with all this fuck in my head yeah. meme. Well, especially lately, like Reddit's been like rehashing old memes and stuff and Mm -hmm. not to date this episode or anything, but (laughs) (laughs) well, it, it, I I think much like, uh, much like the weather, these, these patterns come and, uh, return like, like, uh, there's, there's these regular, uh, cycles like El Nino and La Nina and, uh, jet streams and things. And, why shouldn't memes follow similar sorts of uh oh here here comes a uh overly attached girlfriend front coming in because i i saw those making a reappearance um saw those yeah but uh, so so yeah like it all just it all just kind of comes back it all just kind of comes back well and, and 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 as we've talked about on on other occasions um in in other circumstances there, there really was just, um, yeah, I, I'd say between the years like 2008 to 2012, 2013, it was, it was the, it was the golden age of memes. And yeah, it was, um, yeah, like a good, like a good velociraptor, 
a good Ooh, yeah. a, a good foul bachelor frog um it just <laughs> oh, i love I love Foul Bachelor. Oh my god! I love Foul Bachelor Frog, but I love Foul Bachelorette Frog even more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and um well and, and and it did maybe get a little excessive, a little self indulgent. Like yeah, maybe we took it overboard a little bit, and and even I had to uh, very briefly unsubscribe from our advice animals, um, just because it, it was it was it was it was getting to be a bit too much. Um, but but now, yeah, I, I just I I yearn for the halcyon days of uh, uh, socially awkward penguin and the like. Six or seven striations of red for success and blue for fail, and red for success and blue for fail. I I mm-hmm. I miss those. I miss those. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we have we have. Tons of great things to talk about, and listeners, uh, uh, maybe maybe you'll be inspired to to kind of come up with uh, with your reactions to this episode uh, through the medium of meme yourself. And if so, we would love to see those. But we're getting ahead of ourselves there because there's also yes, some very are. there's a there's a vital piece of business to attend to, and that is, of course, seeing what we have in our wizard's chalices. And uh, yeah, Mark, last week we. Uh, unbeknownst to me, because I didn't know the theme, uh, we had a we had a themed drink last week with Purple Rains. Is there a similar theme for this week? I would love to tell you that I had the wherewithal and foresight to double theme it. I would love to tell you that, but as we <laughs> have already mentioned, you were ill. Yeah, I have been ill. Mm-hmm. And it's just effort has been an uphill battle this week. Yeah. Well, and and on top of everything else, like if uh, and and I'm I'm not saying this is a bad thing either, but especially living in COVID world, uh, just any sort of semblance of going out of the house, even if it's just like an unrelated head cold, if you're yeah. sniffling and coughing, like people people give you the dirtiest looks, and so and like it's it maybe coming out of covid world we all start to practice some better hygiene of like masking up if you're feeling sick or just staying home and toughing it out for a couple days like i saw i saw a graph um i think on twitter about like yearly uh flu season numbers and this last flu season it was it was crazy it was like one hundredth of all the previous flu seasons because we're doing all these things and so yes we we don't want to risk it. We, we don't want to risk spreading whatever junk happens to be visited uh, upon us right now. So we couldn't go out and gather ingredients uh, to do a theme drink. But all the same, what do you have? Yeah. What what do you have in your wizard's chalice uh, tonight? Um, I have a standby from a couple. I think we talked about this a few episodes ago. But I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, for all of the month of March, I drank uh, hard seltzers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am so glad to say that I bought some real beer today. <laughs> yeah. I bought a, a Colorado uh, six-pack of Colorado Native Porter. Mm-hmm. It's really solid. It is heavy. And I hope that it isn't more than I can handle going from, like, that sweet little piddly <laughs> 5% water to, I think this is, like, 9% or something. But, Ooh, okay. dude, seriously, I have... I have got so much dumb in my brain that I just need to like purge it all with this. Yeah. And I honestly think the best way to do this is like a very cathartic, heavy, dark beer. And I, 
I think that's where we're going to get. So, yeah. yeah. This is Colorado Native Porter with a uh, Coors OG on deck because last night I made beer can chicken and I had leftover Coors Genuine or nice. Coors OG. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I think that not only any sort of residual uh, junk that's floating around in your sinus cavities, as well as the junk that's floating around um, uh, doing extra preparation for this episode. Um, yeah, that, that Colorado native porter, I, I'd like to imagine that's the equivalent of like a, I don't know, like a liquid plumber or a Drano for your brain cells. We're just going <laughs> to, it's going to flush all that junk out um, with, 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 with something, something hearty there. Uh, and then I have, uh, I, I also, um, the viewers will recall a couple episodes back, I strangely had a bunch of wheat beers and now I'm kind yes. of like on a wheat beer kick and maybe cause it's springtime. Um, but I have a, um, I have an unfiltered dream weaver wheat beer from, uh, uh, Trugs, uh, independent brewing. It's T R O with an umlaut E G S. And so I think that'd be Trugs. Uh, if it's like German. Okay. But uh, yeah, so this is a uh, 4.8%, so not super crazy. Uh, it's a, a German German Northwest Brewer, 55% wheat, 55. That's, a, that's an old meme. Um, and uh, yeah, where are these guys based out of? Does it have uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania? So, uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I have myself a wheat beer. Because that's the spring thing to do, I guess. (laughs) Because now it's springtime and our beer can't be dark. (laughs) And at at least for like a minute. And then, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be like that. I am so already over it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, and, and I know that I'm, I know that I put myself in these situations, but I'm totally going to be that guy in June uh, being like, Man, where's a porter? Why can't I get a good porter anytime? Ooh, and like everyone's drinking their gosas and their like shandies oh. or whatever. And I'm just oh. and I'm just gonna be yeah, sad at the bar, be like, man, doesn't anybody have an oatmeal stout? So whatever. <laughs> but whatever. But 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 hey, here here we are. Uh cheers. Cheers to you, Mark. Cheers, good buddy. Here we go. Ooh, that's thick. <laughs> Whoop! Yeah, and this—that's uh, that's that's quite nice. I, I, I'm actually um, I actually have this poured into a, a glass. I'm not drinking out of the bottle here, uh, and for being an unfiltered wheat, it, it actually is pretty pretty clear. Uh, they their yeah. their finding process is uh, is uh, pretty good there. But um, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There is nothing worse than having to chew a beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That uh, I, I think I think you were telling me you had made um, apple cider right back in oh yeah mm-hmm. remember like way back in November or October you got you and the Mrs Wizard went apple picking and you made mm-hmm. uh, hard cider from it and you're like yeah the bottom's kind of just applesauce yeah <laughs> yeah you're kind of getting some of that with your uh, border there <laughs> no it's fine it's just it's it's weird like I said I've been drinking um outside of like when we record and I have a special beer for it. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking um, those hard seltzers for the entire month of March. I lost like nine pounds, which is insane. <laughs> but that also might be like, you know, three weeks of chest infection that I didn't treat until literally Wednesday of this week. Yeah. But <laughs> that could also be like, compound, c- compounding. 
Yeah. And it's not. It's good to drink beer again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm bidding a fond farewell to the world of Vizzies and White Claws and whatever. <laughs> insert cute name here. Yeah. It's nice to not. We, we've talked about like IPAs being super fruity. It's nice to have something that tastes like beer. That's like it's actual beer. You know what I mean? Yes. But, yeah. It, it, and yeah. yeah. And not like because uh, I've I've even starting to I've, I've been starting to see like um uh like hard seltzers that are hopped. Like it's like no, it's a hard seltzer, but we still put some hops in there. It's like no, like if it's a hard seltzer, it's a hard seltzer. Don't try to, don't don't try to be everything to everyone, and don't be like with it. Just yeah, just just come up with some um, emasculating combination of tropical fruit. Put it in a hard seltzer, and off you go. That's just yeah. that's 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 your lane, and own it, and own it. Yeah. But, Oh, okay. Oh, and for posterity, I am drinking this out of my uh, Duff beer mug. Because <laughs> you said you were drinking yours True. out of a glass. And... <laughs> True. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. All righty. So, so yes, Mark, we, um, last we left off, we were talking about all sorts of weird things uh, raining down from the sky, uh, uh, frogs, fish, worms, and spiders, and even... Un- meat. Yeah, meat. I, I as 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 I was re-listening to that episode and like we got to the part about like would you eat that Josh would you grill it up and eat it and as I'm listening to it I'm like you know you put enough a one sauce on anything like it's it's okay <laughs> but I got it before we get into that this I want to get into that like I'm gonna call foul like you're trying to you're talking about cooking it low and slow and stuff it's like this is sky meat when's the next time you're gonna get like alleged angel flesh <clears throat> don't. Don't low and slow it. Don't cover it in which, spices. Eat that shit. Throw it on a throw it on a grill for three minutes aside and call it square. And which and that, but that's me. That's I don't know. Well, well, fair, fair call. Because yeah, like if if you're if you're going to that that is like the person who uh, always like puts ketchup on whatever it is. Like ah, uh, steak ketchup, chicken ketchup, um, food. Yeah. Fugu fish ketchup like well, no it's like like do do the thing do the thing for what it is and I was just kind of giving all the hard seltzers who were trying to trying to do too much just mask up so so you're absolutely right absolutely right um, but also that's that's also me like I'm a <laughs> I like I like meat as meat unless I, I marinating fine whatever not to get off on too much of a tangent but yeah. you know meat should be meat <laughs> yeah. I think exactly. unless it's hot wings, then dip it in ranch. Hell yeah, go nuts. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so <laughs> well, and and um, uh, in addition to uh, sky meat, uh, not not even the weirdest or grossest thing to fall from the sky, but also these like strange sky blob things that have uh, uh, human white blood cell, uh, yeah, DNA and, and like fell everywhere, and like we're gumming up the dude's uh, uh, windshield wipers. And everybody got mysteriously sick. Um, yeah, the the flu that lasted for three months. Yeah, gee, oh man, because like yeah. you and I talking about our our own kind of mysterious illnesses, which like yeah, given a week or so, like I'm pretty much back to back to my uh, fight and weight, so to speak. But yeah, to, to have to go through this for like three months, that would be ugh, that'd be awful. That'd be awful. Yeah. But I want to, yeah, so we're, okay, so we left last week with the Oakvale blobs, mm-hmm. and we ended on, we don't know. Right, right? Yeah, we have no idea what those are. 
we, we still don't have an answer. We probably likely won't have an answer and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I did kind of leave on the cliffhanger of maybe it was the government. And I want to preface this. I want to give two caveats for this episode. This whole thing is predicated number one on the fact that I am a, at best, whatever the grade below amateur is researcher. I have watched maybe upward of 40 hours of YouTube videos this week. Um, I have spent time on several websites that I reckon have got me flagged in a whole different <laughs> tier of stuff. Yeah. Just kind of going down rabbit holes and so forth. Mm -hmm. And the second half of this is I was going to attack this episode from an insane conspiratorial front. And as I went, I realized that's not the right way to do it. Mm. And it really, I, I'm just going to get this out of the way now because it will get weird and conspiratorial later on. Mm -hmm. But I want to come out and say this right away. I don't necessarily think the United States government is out to get any one of us. Just let's get that right. off the, yep. Yep. let's get rid of that. Yes, yes, yes. They will test on their citizens. Um, It's it's documented. We know it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Look up Project MKUltra. Look up um, uh, Operation... Uh, uh, midnight climax look up operation big city these are all things that have happened that the government has done yeah but i do not think the u.s government or any government is deliberately trying to be dicks to their own people with the weather mm. and also i am not a goddamn meteorologist so don't come at me <laughs> i am trying my best <coughs> i have had to learn like i have had to consume and compartmentalize and synthesize all of this stuff all in a flurry of NyQuil haze because I have been <laughs> sicker than shit. So this is the, the, the culmination of this. Right. right. So let's let's buckle up. You ready for part two of Doom, Doom of, of the, the Sky God? <laughs> Which, th this also bears mentioning that this is our first... Uh, 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 truly official two-part episode. Yes, it is. Uh, and, and, and yeah, that's also a bit of uh, groundbreaking that is is worthy of another sip from the Wizard's Chalice. So, 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 Mark, for you piloting, for you spearheading this, our first uh, two-parter, two uh, I will, I will drink to you, sir. Cheers. Thank you, good buddy, and I won't let you drink alone. Also, interesting choice of words with your uh, use of piloting. But here we go. See, that was and the we'll other get to thing. That in a moment. That was the other thing. <laughs> I promise, I wasn't trying to do this. But it's like, oh, let me do our cold open about how weird the weather's been. Oh, hey, that's nah, been great. Oh, and uh, yeah, I know sometimes weather gets weird, like frogs fall from the sky. Like, I promise, I wasn't trying to like steal your thunder, so to speak. No, not at all. Like, you were so sweet and innocent about it, too. Like, oh, yeah, I've heard about, like, spiders. I hope we don't talk about spiders raining from the sky. Well, Josh. Oh, sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah. So, I will, I, I, I promise I won't try to, like, I'll, 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 I'll just be here in the moment and not do the whole, like, oh, that reminds me of, and then totally call. Nah, do it up. Next. Okay, but I did say, I did say, uh, Maybe maybe it sounds like this word of piloting may come back to uh, uh, have some significance, or maybe you're wanting to go a different direction. But oh, that's pretty substantial to what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm gonna ask you if I get too weird, just like you know, in it they give Richie the geek beep when he gets too weird. Oh right. If I get too weird, because again, I have again, 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 I have so much fuck in my head, like. <laughs> 
We're just going to try and get through this. Yeah. Again, I'm not a meteorologist. I am not a scientist. At best, I am a fluvial geomorphologist who works as an assistant produce manager. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, th- that's th- that's fine. I think I have a, I don't know, I think I have a bell. I think I have a bell over here that I can kind of bring. <laughs> little things over here. Hold on. Get this. There we go. There we go. Perfect. We can do, we can do that. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first, let's get this out of the way. Um, the way that rain works is something called the water cycle. You probably learned this in elementary school or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And what basically happens is the sun shines down on any surface of water. The water heats up and evaporates into the sky. When it gets up into the sky, it accumulates into clouds. That's called condensation. Those clouds form into bigger clouds. And then those clouds will then dump rain back onto things. Is that cool? Can, yeah, we, can yeah. we just get that out of the yeah, way? Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, very, very quickly. Uh, evaporation, condensation, and then precipitation as it, uh, yes. as, it, as it falls down. Yep. And I can still remember the song from third grade that I will not sing, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not a meteorologist. Right, just right. let's get this out of the way. <laughs> so humans have been trying to alter the weather ever since we figured out what it means to be humans. Mm. It's a thing that we, maybe it's superstition that we think we can affect it. Maybe it isn't. But so like in ancient China, uh, Wu priests would sacrifice to the spirits that they said, or that they believed controlled the weather by sacrificing to them. They could bring on, you know, uh, more rain for the crops that year, or maybe lessen the effects or maybe like, Hey guys, can we have a softer winter? Right. 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 In, uh, ancient Greece, the, uh, uh, what is it? Iphigenia. Mm Mm-hmm. Iphigenia? I don't know if I'm saying uh, that right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Iph- Iphigenia? Iphigenia? Iph- Iphigenia. There yeah. you go, yeah. So, so, yeah. Either way, um, yeah, she was used as a sacrifice, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Odyssey, um, he, uh, oh my god, Odysseus was given the bag of the four winds mm-hmm. to kind of control the weather. And then I also understand, like, the, the Romans would sacrifice for weather. One cool thing that I found was a thing called rain queens. It's a tradition in Africa that is a, um, in South Africa, the story goes that there was a king who attempted to impregnate his own daughter for some reason, because everything has to be incest because Pornhub still <laughs> ran Africa even way back when. <laughs> what are you doing? Stepdad? Nothing. Stepdaughter? Like, whatever. <laughs> in the um, Limpopo province of South Africa, there's a hereditary, there's something called a, a hereditary rain queen or Mojadi, and I'm sure I'm saying that wrong because I, it's it's African. I I just can't. Yeah, right. I, I yeah, can't. it's a different. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that the eldest daughter of this woman has the ability to control the weather, and we even have one. So like, there's not one now in 2020, or as of 2020. But the last rain queen died in 2005. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. And also, uh, like in popular culture, Storm from X-Men mm-hmm. is from South Africa oh, and yeah. she can control the, I guess she's this weird, like import of that. I don't know. I th- kind of thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure that's, there's some inspiration uh, drawn from that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then also like, uh, and a big one is um, native American rain dances. Right. Right. A big one is from the American Southwest from uh, Julia. And I don't know if this is or if her name is butt trees or buttery. I don't know. Mm. It, her name says buttery. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's like a tree made of asses or like, <laughs> Ooh, that buttery goodness child. I don't know. But 
in her book, The Rhythm of the Red Man, she detailed a rain dance of the Zuni people. And it, it's, it kind of sounds neat. Like, it talks about the ideas of, like, they'll wear, like, dark red beads and then turquoise beads. And then, like, move against each other to, like, replicate the idea of, like, rain hitting the red earth. Oh, that's it's cool. Kinda fun. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. But then also I kind of, like, got into a weird rabbit hole of, like, in the... Uh, in the, the, I guess you call it the Middle East of America, mm-hmm. with the uh, Osage tribes, they would follow rain, and they would they like kind of perfected their method of rain dance over years. They would follow like they would follow so like the way that other tribes would follow like bison and stuff. These guys would follow rain. That's that that's pretty sweet. That's pretty yeah. That's pretty cool. It was pretty neat. So and that's just like the the the, the crash course on like the early people. Or, or, or I guess like ancient people trying to affect weather. Yeah. But then like moving further on to like the 17 and 1800s, there's this weird, there was this weird phenomenon that occurred like during the Napoleonic seven years war. And then in the American civil war after battles, there would be these huge rainstorms. And the operating theory was that cannon fire and more specifically um, explosives with sulfur would activate the clouds. Oh, right. Well, yeah, because like what is yeah, because what is the actual chemical and, and maybe you'll you'll be going into this later. But like, what is the actual chemical that uh, we use to like seed clouds? Isn't that some sort of like get into that later? OK, yeah. yeah but but isn't it like yeah, a yeah. sulfur derived or like doesn't have some sulfur in it? No, not even a little bit. It's totally different from sulfur. OK, but okay. well, well yeah. no, anyway, that's cool. That's anyway. cool. Anyway, no, but it was kind of cool because they, so like after battles and all these wars, and even I think up until World War One, I, I read some in some accounts, mm-hmm. which figured that was like the largest amount of shelling that had ever occurred on earth. And you read accounts from like the Battle of the Somme and stuff where it just dumped rain. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that, and they're, they're not related at all. I don't, I can't imagine. But then if you think about it, like, you know, rain occurs when it, the atmosphere is heated, absorbs the water, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But so after these big battles, then it would just dump rain on the battlefields. And so the going theory in this time was that cannon fire specifically activated rainfall. That also makes me wonder, um, I would be curious to see if that phenomenon is repeated after, like, say, 4th of July. Like, when everyone's, like, shooting off fireworks and, like... Mm. and. Yes, there's is like gun gunpowder and also other chemicals, but yeah, I, I'd be curious to like see if that like if there's like mini kind of or like like everyone setting off fireworks like it's so like saturated as opposed to being localized in one area that maybe maybe it would yeah I don't, I don't know I don't know I don't and again a lot of this is we just there is no conclusive evidence or there is no conclusion to any of this like it's so. Without making a bad joke, it's so up in the air. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. In the late 1800s, the U.S. government spent $9,000. This is, figure, this is 1800s money. So $9,000, probably, I don't know, Ooh. $100 trillion? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> a, a million bajillion dollars. Yeah. They uh, wanted to test this theory that uh, cannon fire and explosions and gunpowder actually does affect weather, right? Mm, okay. So there was a guy in Texas whose name I don't have off the top of my head because I didn't write it down in my notes. He attempted to see if this theory held any water. Again, not meaning to make rain puns. (laughs) (laughs) By detonating uh, $9,000 worth of gunpowder and explosives to create rainfall. And the test was inconclusive. Mm, Okay. And it kind of follows like that up until about the 1940s. 
until humans as a species got their shit together. And here's where I need to make a point to break. Okay. And everything that follows is going to be my best understanding of the science as I understand it. Sure. Again, we will shift into conspiratorial thought a little bit later on, but this right now is stuff that we have seen and uh, attempted using the scientific method of, you know, rinse, repeat, observe, whatever. Mm -hmm. Buckle up, dude, because <laughs> this is where my head starts to get weird. I'm going to finish this glass real quick. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll have another sip with you. <laughs> the number one um, process of affecting weather is a thing called cloud seeding. Right, 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 right. And the basic method of this is you take um, flares, attach them to uh, planes. Those flares contain, a, um, they contain, they can contain several different chemical compounds, but the most reliable one that we have found to work, and again, uh, this doesn't work, but the ones that do work, the most reliably is something called uh, silver iodide and or dry ice. So just condensed oh, okay. carbon at a super cold state. Right. And we talked a little bit earlier about the water cycle and the condensation. Apparently, silver iodide is the most is, is the one that really reacts well. So, uh, so these planes will fly over clouds and dump this silver iodide through the flares in chemtrails or contrails. Yeah, I'm gonna say chemtrails and contrails interchangeably. This is not conspiracy time. This is just me having a hard time with language. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Again, we're going to get all weird in a minute. <laughs> but so as these planes outgas the um, silver iodide and or uh, solid carbon dioxide, they can also use propane, which seems to or liquid propane. But that one doesn't seem like it's as effective. But the big one is silver iodide and um, dry ice. Okay, right. So they fly over this. And with the silver iodide especially, for some reason, rain molecule or water molecules will they are attracted to the silver iodide molecules and this creates a larger group of condensated cells which in turn makes a larger weather system mm. figure rain clouds are just big you know groups of water particles yeah. they've just accumulated over time right and with this it's it allows these clouds to uh to 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 accrue a larger mass of rain water and in turn, then you can dump that extra precipitation on whatever area you're going for. Right, right. Yeah. And it's weird because this is such a dumb junk science. <laughs> like, I, it's, so, it's so dumb, Josh. Like, it, it both works and then it doesn't work. Because, like, the scientific method says you have to replicate a thing. Right, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it does. <laughs> but then sometimes it doesn't. Well, and uh, I I wonder, and uh, I just wonder if, if, if this is us just kind of not exactly fooling ourselves, but pretty much like if, if this is our version of something like a rain dance or like a, the, the rain queen <laughs> or something like we... We like tell ourselves like no this 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 works what uh, except when it doesn't but we just got to keep trying and so I just <laughs> we just got to keep trying we just keep, right? well, and, and, and that's even like if I could even kind of yeah dip into because one of the talking about 
things like the water cycle. And even at the beginning, I was talking about these kind of predictable weather patterns. Like we, we are human beings and we like seeking out and discovering and naming patterns. Like as, as we've talked about, that's, that's what our brains have mm-hmm. been evolved to do. And then when those patterns get broken, when there's a drought and you're not able to grow as much food, or if it's a really long winter and so you can't, uh, and, and so like you can't get started on uh, next, next year's crops, like that, that, that freaks you out because, hey, I'm depending on this regular thing, this, this regular weather thing to like grow my food so that I don't starve. And, and yeah, like I'm, I'm sure after enough times, like you get desperate and like, ah, oh, crap. What, can, what have we tried here? We tried, we tried doing this dance. I sacrificed my daughter. Um, what's going <laughs> to... I killed my damn yeah, kid. Yeah, I killed my kid. What's going to change this weather here? And and so it is like maybe, maybe if de- de- depending on the replicability of some of this cloud seeding stuff, maybe it is. Maybe it's, it's just us like telling ourselves that we're doing something when really it's just up to well and 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 even like what you were saying like it's not like you can just go to a patch of clear sky and dump this silver iodide out there and like have it do like there already have to be clouds they got to be hanging up there maybe it causes that precipitation maybe it doesn't uh well and that's a big part of it too and not to jump too far ahead of myself but you kind of already touched on it that's a big part of this is you can't you, you gotta have the clouds there already. You gotta have something. You can't get something out of nothing. Right. So, like, you can't fly over and cloud seed with silver iodide over over nothing. Right. You gotta have a system there that you would then affect. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, it's cloud seeding. It's not... Yeah. Make, make rain clouds appear out of the blue. <laughs> sort of thing. Which, there's also... So, also just very quickly, there, there's... Um, Really recently, there, there's been all these like stupid like GoFundMe or Kickstarter things where it's like, uh, I have this new invention about uh, uh, pulling uh, water from from thin air because the because the atmosphere has trace amounts of water vapor, and here's this system that will uh, 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 pull out all that water vapor and, and condense it, and so droughts are solved. It's like. Great, great job, buddy! You just invented a dehumidifier, and you, congratulations, you're a moisture farmer on Tatooine. Yeah, you piece of shit. Yeah, and uh, because the second law of thermodynamics uh, makes makes bitches of us all, like you, you just <laughs> you're not saving any energy. I, I don't care how many solar panels you're going to hook up to this thing. Like it's still like it's 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 still wasting energy. You can't drink this water, not unless you want to get Legionnaire's d- d- disease, you know? So so it is. It, it's like this whole thing is like, oh, look at how smart I am. It's like, no, you've just like invented a, 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 a Peltier device and you're going to like scam all these people out of hundreds of thousands of dollars on uh, Kickstarter. And then like, oh God, and and then like oh do a couple like proof of concept videos on YouTube, and then laugh your way to the Cayman Islands, um, and drink mai tais <laughs> the the rest of your days. So 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 so, yeah, like that, like 
and and why I bring that up is that is the phenomenon of like trying to get moisture out of a cloudless sky. And it's like, yeah, that's 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 literally a scam. <laughs> yeah. And so real quick, I want to break into this the the section of the podcast called, "Well, does this make any sense and does it work?" <laughs> and the long and short of it is no, it doesn't, but yeah, it totally does. <laughs> So according to Rob Jackson, a uh, ecologist from Stanford University, he said, I think you can squeeze out a little more snow or rain in some places under some conditions, but that's quite different from a program claiming to reliably to reliably increase precipitation. Okay, number mm-hmm. one. In 2003, the U.S. National Research Council uh, released a report saying that science is unable to say with assurance if any seeding techniques produce positive effects in 55 years following the first cloud seeding demonstration substantial progress has been made in understanding the natural processes that account in our daily weather yet significant or yet scientifically acceptable proof for significant seeding effects has not been achieved yeah it, it's just okay so there's there's that there's the poopooers in in 2003 um in 2010 Tel Aviv University, a, a, a study from Tel Aviv University claimed that the common practice of cloud seeding to improve rainfall uh, seems to have little impact, if any, on the amount of precipitation. However, it is important to note that they were also using uh, 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 dry ice molecules mm. and they had a little bit more result there. And again, you can't pull something out of nothing. I don't know the average like climate of Israel or the Middle East in general, but as I know from like being an ignorant American, I guess it's a desert, but kind of sort of, but it's still the Fertile Crescent. So what do you do with that? Yeah, it's I'm, I'm sure it's. Yeah, it, it it seems to be kind of hot and arid and sure, mm-hmm. like you're right by the Mediterranean. So maybe maybe like there's there's that humidity in the air if you're by the coast, but uh yeah, that, that that doesn't strike me as necessarily a lush region. Yeah, and it seems like they didn't have much luck with it. Because again, and again, this is worldwide that they're attempting to do this. It seems like post-World War II, mm. all of humanity sort of like got in the same, it, they got in the same, same wavelength of like, can we change the weather? Yeah. I don't know, let's fucking figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and... And lest I come across like too negative, I'm, I'm very much like pro scientific method. And ah, here's an observation that leads to a question that leads to a hypothesis, and then let's test it out. Like yeah, sure, let's like do it. And I know that also can kind of freak people out. Where it's like, yeah, but this experiment you're running, it's not in a like contained laboratory. It's in it's in the air that I breathe and. That will yes. eventually rain down on us. Um, and I know growing up as a kid in the 90s, like people were freaked the hell out and rightly so uh, uh, freaked out about acid rain. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I think that's the the conditions needed to to test some of these hypotheses. Like, I don't think you can really do it small scale in a lab. It is almost just like, well, Let's uh, fire up the old Cessna and put a couple of barrels of this chemical. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and blow $9,000 worth of yeah. gunpowder in the sky. Yeah. 
But so all that being said, I'm about to blow your mind, son. All right, let's do it. According to Jeff Tilly of the Weather Modification Department, or the Director of Weather Modification at the Desert Research Institute of Reno, Nevada, stated that a 1998 study of orogenic, that's rain clouds that produce above mountains, Mm -hmm. of orogenic clouds clouds that were then seeded increased uh, deposition of moisture by 10%. Which I mean, that's that. That seems substantial. That's something. Yeah. And also, not to make a not to make a false parallel here, but I'm going to do it anyway. I don't know if you remember one of the worst blizzards we ever had was in 1997. Mm-hmm. Yep. During these projects, just throwing it out there in Colorado. <laughs> you know. Or yeah, wouldn't that be? But also, <laughs> oh yeah. Go ahead. Wouldn't that be something like in this region? There's all these experiments of like trying different combinations or concentrations and flying around. It's like, well, I don't know. These results are, in, are inconclusive. But then, like, the next mountain range over, like, it's just fucking getting dumped on. <laughs> There's, like, massive, <laughs> massive rains and floods. And it's like, what's <laughs> happening? No one, why is it? No one could have predicted this. <laughs> it's like, ah, cr- I remember the blizzard of 97 in Colorado. Like, it devastated or it didn't devastate but it hit us hard yeah. man that was like four feet of snow in like two days yeah it was it was it was gnarly it was gnarly dude. even more recently in 2008 at the olympics in beijing china china began cloud seeding months before the uh, opening ceremonies and the idea was that they would seed the clouds to start dumping rain and try and clear up some of the smog that was around china right, right. and it totally worked <laughs> Well, and I, I, I could see that being a situation where maybe a little extra 5 to 10% rainfall like really could make a difference. Um, yeah. If, if the idea is to, yeah, kind of flush all the, all the crap out of the air. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'm, I, I'm not completely counting it out. I think there's, 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 um, there could be some real, uh, real further research to to try to answer this question or come up with something that uh, that that works a little more regularly. And that's where I've been this whole week. Mm-hmm. That's where I've been this whole this whole two weeks. Ever since I like decided to like do this two part episode, like I I wrote the first one, you know, like the, the in like two days, yeah. and the rest of this has been me doing weather manipulation. It's making it not a lot of fun. <laughs> But I can't write any of it off. Right. Because, yeah, it doesn't work in some places. Dubai has been cloud seeding for years, and it's working. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the same thing, and they, they've increased the rainfall by something like 15%. So there's definitely something to this. Yeah, well, and, and I think that that's part of it, too, is, is like you just find somebody off of the street and ask him what he thinks about cloud seeding. Like, I'm sure, because he's not an expert, he doesn't know. I'm sure he's thinking like, oh, like, that must get like double rainfall or like what we were talking a minute ago about like making clouds appear out of nowhere. Um, and, and yeah, like if, if that's the standard, that's kind of just in the average person's understanding. Well, yeah, of course, it seems like 10, 10% get out of here. But maybe if you like temper expectations and say like, look, we're looking at because um yeah like 15 percent is roughly like one sixth so like one sixth more like like if my paycheck were 
automatically 10% more or 15% more. Like, yeah, that's that that adds up over time. And that's a, that's a <laughs> That'll track. Yeah, that's a uh statistically significant uh, uh uh change there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it gets so weird because there's not a like a definitive end to this, mm-hmm. you know? I also want to we'll we'll take a break here and we're going to kick into a little bit of crazy with conspiracy theory. On the other hand of all this cloud seeding with the um, uh, 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 silver iodide, you can also use something called, um, I want to say, and I'm, I, I'm sorry, I missed this, I misplaced this note, but it's, I want to say aluminum oxide. And it's basically wee, wee, wee tiny strips of just aluminum. And you throw that up in the air and the aluminum reflects the heat and that heat then just dumps down onto the uh, area surrounding mm. it. And that's a big one where, like, I, again, I spent so much time watching all these, uh, just so much dumb <laughs> shit, Josh. But they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, the reason that California's not getting any rain is because they're seeding it with aluminum oxide, and that's what's, that's what's heating up the planet. <laughs> I don't know. But if you can do it with silver iodide why not aluminum oxide and that one kind of makes it into like the sun's a, it like makes the sun a magnifying glass so it, the the sun catches the aluminum <laughs> yeah. and then it and then it superheats the area where it is <laughs> mm. but then that's where it kicks into that's where it kicks into friggin stupid yeah. because then all these chemtrails with the government turned us into gay frogs shut <laughs> up well that dude i watched so much fucking alex jones josh i oh. <laughs> Well, and that is, that's also the other part. That's the other part where it's like, that makes trying to find answers to these types of questions really difficult. It's like, you're, you're, you're not doing us any favors. It's like, all right, let's like really try to like figure out here if there's something to this uh, cloud seeding thing. And, so, and then here comes like Mr. Sea Lion. It's like, yeah, but there's also the CIA flew over this region and now everyone's... Uh, yeah, and it's like, yeah, but you're not helping. You're not. That's not what I was asking. That's not what the conversation was about. And then you're going to come in here. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to that end, I did. I did have a little bit of fun. Um, I listened to a, a bit of Coast to Coast AM mm. with the dude named Scott Stevens, who was a meteorologist, and he is now. He's a big propo- again because we're in like weird conspiracy theory corner here. Put on your tinfoil hats, boys and girls. <laughs> so. He was a meteorologist, and sometime around 2010, he decided that the reason that meteorologists cannot predict the weather anymore is because chemtrails are being used to seed the weather and then alter it. (laughs) And I can't tell if he's mad at the government because they're, like, fucking with the weather or he's mad at the government because he's making him look like an asshole. The government took my job. Literally. (laughs) But he also talked a lot about, like, the idea of the chemically nucleated rain and stuff with, oh, the silver iodide, you can't predict it. And it's like, or, or, or global warming is a thing. It's yeah, been a thing. Right. And now things thing. are changing. And that, that's, yeah, it seems like the, the people who hold the first sort of perspective or position are then somehow also very much opposite to the second one where it's like, yeah, yeah. If you put all these chemicals in the, 
sky, it's messing up the weather patterns. Oh, you mean like extra CO2 from uh, all these factories and like all the extra methane that's uh, produced from uh, like large scale animal agriculture? Shut up, you! You're working for them. They, you've been, you've been psyop. You're one of them. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah. It's just, just pick your flavor of whatever you want. <laughs> you want to do there, bud. But <laughs> so let's let's downshift from conspiracy yes. corner. You can you can take your yeah. Hand we off. can yeah. We'll actually power slide right yeah, through there. Yeah, no, 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 we're just gonna power yeah. slide right through that corner. <laughs> power slide through that shit so we're talking about cloud seeding as a way to like um affect rainfall and increase it right mm-hmm. yeah but it can also be used as like a um a weather mitigation tactic and a big thing that i've found is that like every country uses cloud seeding to try and like stop harmful effects of rain oh okay yeah and i don't again i'm not i'm not a meteorologist so i'm sorry <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know. I don't know how this works. But using cloud seeding, uh, a, a ton of countries are trying to, like, mitigate uh, hailstorms using cloud seeding. Like, oh, France does it in their wine country. Argentina does it in their, like, orchards and stuff. Yeah, that makes... I mean, that makes a ton of sense. Because, yeah, like, if you are if you have these, um, yeah, delicate vineyards or orchards um you don't want them to get sliced up uh from a hailstorm no yeah if 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 there's any way to prevent that if i'm a if i'm a french vintner and i'm like ah shit guys the weather says that we are due for some for some ale uh tomorrow uh then yeah i'm gonna try to shoot a cannon of chemicals up in the rain to to, oh, to try and prevent that. Oh, you just that. fucking hit it again, Josh. God Did damn I? It. God damn it. God Jeez, damn I'm, it. <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny and do my dumb French accent, but I totally I mean, just... I'm married. Josh, you have hit it again. <laughs> Sacre bleu. Yeah, no hate for the French, we... but... <laughs> God damn it. Okay, Go well, do, it. do your now. French. Do your, thing. do your Do your thing. My love, I write to you again with a heavy art. <laughs> It has been six days since I last was able to see your face. <laughs> and now Priya has told me to load up the cannon once more. <laughs> I can't even get through. Oh my god, like of oh. all of all the dumb accents, dumb French accents are probably mm. <laughs> So a big thing that I found was that um, cloud seeding can be used to mitigate hurricanes, allegedly. What? Okay. Again, bear with me, Josh. I'm not a fucking uh, meteorologist. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm. I. I am not <laughs> aiming my rain cannon at the messenger. I'm aiming it at the message. But okay. So let's hear how this technology could disrupt or prevent hurricanes. Okay, so time for Crash Course in Hurricane. Second Crash Course of the episode. As I understand it, a hurricane occurs when um, a storm system becomes superheated. As it becomes superheated, those particles rise in the atmosphere and then make giant accumulation clouds, right? Mm-hmm. But on the insides of this is something called an eye wall. And you've heard of the eye of the storm. Yep. That's the middle of the storm system, and that is the weakest part. Mm-hmm. 
The idea states that by flying a plane into this eye wall and cloud seating, like above the system, you can use um, uh, silver iodide, especially silver iodide. Again, silver iodide is like, it seems like the go-to one yeah. for cloud seeding. Like that seems like our, our like magic material for this. Yeah, it's it's the cure-all. Like, yeah, not enough rain, silver iodide. Too much rain, silver iodide. Hurricane, say that, friend. Silver iodide. You have a found a uh, category five tropical storm headed towards your island. Just try some of uh, Papio Hulahan's silver iodide. It'll it'll <laughs> fix that thing right up. <laughs> Just like a guy. Driving a wooden wagon, uh, driven by a donkey, and just like going around to like all these Caribbean islands. <laughs> He's driving it though, like that donkey's swimming, like from yeah. island to island. <laughs> yeah. Oh, With, come like, on, little, Pablo. Like, snorkel. let's get after it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, like a little snorkel to kind of get him, get him around there. It's like... a living. Oh, okay, but I'm distracting us. No, no, you're good. So, you again, fly the plane. lightheartedness and brevity is the name of this fucking game. Sure, of course. Oh my god. So, <laughs> of course. The idea is the silver iodide will affect. So, if you dump it at the eye wall of the hurricane, it will begin decreasing the temperature of the system, mm. and that will then uh, dissipate and disperse and or mitigate the hurricane. I don't know if it works. Yeah. But we're but, trying it. Well, and and at 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 least at least in all these applications, it seems like the general yeah, like the general idea is to cool things down, to make yeah. it cooler. So, if it's dry ice or if it's silver iodide, it's like all right, if we cool it down, then it'll precipitate more. Or it will dissipate some of this thermal energy that's uh, driving this this hurricane. So so that that part at least I can kind of give credit where credit's due. Yeah, it's, it seems like it might be a thing, and I want to take a, a second here to break into our new segment that might never ever reoccur again, but it's called the "Fuck Donald Trump" segment. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. But a couple of years ago, I want to say 2017, mm-hmm. Donald Trump said, why can't I just nuke a hurricane? And that's not a good Trump accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> but his idea was to drop a nuclear warhead into a hurricane to attempt to dissipate the storm. And the reason that this doesn't work, <laughs> and I don't have the exact numbers for this. I've listened to, again. I've listened to a lot of shit from everywhere. But my general understanding of this is that a hurricane is something to the effect of 100,000 megatons of energy. Right. We cannot produce that with a bomb. So shut the fuck up, Donald Trump, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Go play in traffic. Well, and, but and, hurricane and, and, mitigation is a big part of this weather manipulation. Because hurricanes are devastating. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're awful. Well, and, and to and to that point, uh, with as much 
or as little necessary respect to the former president, um, I would think that if that course of action were effective, like that would be like standard operating procedure by now. Like if it if if it were if it were easy, or if it had any sort of effect uh, to to blow up a hurricane with nuclear or conventional armament. Um, yeah, I think we would have figured that out by now. Um, right. Because, like, that's, like, so much of it is, is it's like, well, why don't we do this thing? Because we've run it through all the, like, math and uh, in these white papers, and, yeah, it won't work. That's yeah. that's why we haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's, blow it up. It's oh, so God. weird. I don't... I can't tell if this is even a thing or not, but it's it's kind of a thing. I don't know. Right. But I want to, like, now sidebar away from fuck Donald Trump because we've been to this party already and we're over it. Yeah. To, I want to, okay, so last week we talked about, do you remember the dude in England who found the blobs on his lawn? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he figured out they were polymer. Yes. I found the fucking polymer, Josh. Huh? Okay, so, and I don't, I'm not trying to say the two wizards at, are at the bottom of something, but I think we're fucking at the bottom of something. There's a thing uh, called Dynamat. It's a Florida company, and their idea is that you can dump their polymer into a weather system. Mm. The polymer is super absorbent, and it's called Dynogel. <laughs> and what it does is you cloud seed a hurricane or weather system, whatever. And as you're flying over it, this hyper-absorbent polymer will suck the rain out or suck the moisture out of the system. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because if if we're still operating under the idea that it's like the thermal energy that's driving this thing. Yes. Then then I would imagine that because like there are two types of, well... Chemical reactions can be broken down into one of two types. There's endothermic and exothermic. And exothermic gives off heat and endothermic uh, 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 takes in heat and like makes things yes. colder. And so, yeah, ostensibly, I, I, I guess in theory, if there was some, some junk that you could sprinkle in to a hurricane that is producing or, or running these chemical reactions that's, that's taking heat out of the weather system then 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 yeah like oh no 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 you're being too reasonable you're like trying to be like scientific this dude is straight up like dumping his dino gel again guy from florida (laughs) dumping this like super absorbent polymer into these storm systems and like just getting the water yeah Okay. Yeah, but like we, we talked about last week, the guy in England who found these like giant blobs of shit, <gasps> and those oh, giant blobs no. of shit were a super or were a super absorbent polymer. So oh, like, no. I think we found the end at least to one of these fucking things. <laughs> this goddamn idiot in, in Florida. It's like, yo, what? Up, I mean, not idiot. England? Like he's very clearly more intelligent than you and I, because I don't know how to make a fucking polymer. But well, yeah. It, yeah, but then if you go like just kind of fliffing that out everywhere, that it ends up in England, 
uh then yeah like i think that is kind of an idiotic thing to do <laughs> yeah no he fucked up like a florida yeah. man dumped yeah. goo in england <laughs> fucking sunshine law at it again yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and but it would also make sense uh that uh this individual would be in Florida because Florida is one of the states that's uh, most, most actively most... affected by hurricanes. Yes. Yeah. So that that would be like Colorado man trying to make more snow for the for the uh, skiing season or whatever. But uh, well, well, and and even that's that's kind of its its own thing because there are there are absolutely artificial snow generators, but those are. That's not like trying to like mess with weather. It's just you're, you're dumping spraying. crystal, just like micro crystal ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just you just hook that up to the garden hose and off it goes. So <laughs> hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Miracle grow snow. Miracle yeah. snow. <laughs> yeah. It'll give you cancer. <laughs> I also really quick want to say that we have not found any adverse effects to the silver iodide outside of it will dye your hands yellow for a couple days. Okay. Th- th- that Just, was going to be a question. Like importantly here, like I know that especially like in America, we're kind of like gung ho for the thing before we figure out what it does. Yeah. But in this yeah. case, silver iodide does not seem to have any major like repercussions against at least against mammals yeah well and 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 because because you're saying this this first kind of got started in like the like the 50s and 60s right like kind of Mm -hmm. post world war so yeah i think 60 70 years of uh yeah kind of kind of real world application and to our knowledge no one has gotten cancer or uh like died from from so so yeah i think well at least yeah like this is a super benign like project for as far as america is concerned sure we just we don't give a good goddamn sometimes yeah (laughs) i have come to find out seed the clouds first ask questions later oh (laughs) whoops now we're in a class action lawsuit um (laughs) and we've got two throw some taxpayer money at it to, to hush it up. But, um, yeah, I am yeah. Greg with mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about it earlier about firing the cannons into the sky, right? Yeah. Apparently with the, uh, the idea of like weather mitigation, especially in like the wine country in France and so forth, there is this thing called a hail cannon, mm. which is basically like, it's an upside down cone that blasts uh um it blasts shock waves up into storm clouds in the idea that it will like disrupt the storm clouds right whoa okay they've been in use since the 1800s but here's the problem mm-hmm. the shock waves they produce aren't dick and in weather systems there's this thing called thunder yeah, and thunder is more powerful than these hail cannons. Yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say like the, they are literally zero percent effective, but I think it's great because like we've been doing this shit for years and thinking that it helps. Right. Yeah. So so that that guy um, before he got into the silver iodide business, he was in the the hail cannon business 
and was like going around a la Harold Hill in The Music Man. He's like, yes. well, you got trouble, my friend. You got here, I say, trouble right here in the uh, Bordeaux region of France. Why, sure, I'm a simple uh, salesman. Mighty proud to say I'm always mighty proud to say it. I consider that each glass of wine I drink is gorgeous. Helps you cultivate horse sense and a cool head and a keen eye. Did you ever try to grow a vintage when hail falls on your crop? Buy, buy Harold Hill's hail can. <laughs> Sorry, I lost it. I lost now it you're good. Again, like, no, like that. No, that's just so indicative of this whole episode. Like, I have a thought and then it explodes. Yeah, and 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 also, I think in a lot of ways goes back to my earlier thesis about we're just we're we're trying things and telling us and and like patting ourselves on the back and telling ourselves that it works, like actual results be damned. Like how like how foolish would you feel installing this you know hail cannon system? Because I'm sure it costs a pretty penny. Or a pretty euro, um, and then yeah, like you like justify it to yourself, like it's a sunken cost or kind of thing, where it's like, no, of course this thing works that I, you know, paid so much money for. I haven't had hail in years except that one time in last week, and but you know what? Just think about how worse it would have been without this system. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that bit from The Simpsons, like. Dad, I've got this rock and it keeps tigers away. Lisa, I'd like to buy this rock from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like the motivated reasoning of like, ah, shit, guys, do you hear about the vineyard, the next valley over? They got one oh, of these no. hail cannons. Yeah. They they got one of these hail, hail cannons. Sacre bleu. Yeah. Très Zut. bien, no? Zut we need to get one for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then it is. It's just, yeah. So, Mister, we need no longer fear these sky babies of hail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the next time you see one of those rain clouds, just we'll give them a little this and that, and then wave our white flags in Sorendale. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, like <laughs> now. The fuck is that laugh? I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I've never awesome. done that before on recording. Awesome. What the fuck was that? Which now I just have this vision of like, yeah, so it's like starting to rain, maybe like some pea-sized hail coming down. And then it's like, uh, it's like, Jacques, fire, fire the hail cannon. And then like some some like larger bits of hail start to fall and like dent the shit out of this thing. And so it's all busted up and everyone just like falls over. Ah, shit, we lose again. <laughs> God damn it. Merd. Yeah, merd. Um, <laughs> but it is. It's like we just... Well, and and it's because, like... Yeah, like you can't... You don't know after the fact if more rain would have fallen or less would have or more hail or how strong... This are. Like, you just have to ride it out. And it's so all it is. Billy it's, May's bullshit. Like, yeah, it is. You just have to, like... Say so like, oh no, it was totally this rain dance that I did, or oh no, it was totally this hail cannon that I fired, or this um, silver iodide that I huffed before. Like that's that stopped, that stopped it. You should have, man, 
can you imagine how terrible it would have been if we didn't do these like convoluted <laughs> quasi-scientific process? <laughs> That's so funny. I can't get over this hail cannon. It's like, no, we'll blast, we'll blast the clouds with 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 sonic uh, frequencies tuned just right to disrupt hail formation. And then, yeah, just like you were saying, Mark, like, yeah, and but then there's also thunder. Just... Which it makes perfect sense until you think about, like, no, no, thunder. Again, but, like, at a smaller scale of, like, Trump's idea of, like, let's nuke the hurricane. Well, no, because the best we can do ain't gonna fucking cut it. Like... Yeah, well, and I, and I think that's, like... Kind of to to your point when you were giving the 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 stat and I forget exactly what it is, but like when you were giving the stat about like the energy equivalent, yeah, like you you look up in the sky and you see these puffy soft clouds, um, and like you don't you don't comprehend just like how much how massive that is, how much energy is just in that thing. Where you think like, oh, if I fly my plane through here and drop some stuff, that'll do something. Oh, but no, yeah. like, but it's like, it's on the order of magnitude of, yeah, like thermonuclear devices. And yeah, playing playing a siren out of a large megaphone yeah. that's like omnidirectional. Because you know that's going to, like, it's not going to be a targeted thing. It's just going to blast out in, in every direction. Like... Yeah, that's going to do dick. <laughs> yeah. But that's it too. Like, it's just, I, I've said it before. Like, I, th I I think I was talking about like black holes and shit. Like, if, if there is a God, it's a black hole. Right. But if there is a God that lives on Earth, its name is weather. Like, yeah, man. We can't do dick to influence it. Right. But we also can. I don't know. Like, well, and, 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 <sighs> and we can do. Like, we can certainly do some things to, yeah, like, maybe, maybe not maybe not preventative directly, but we can do things like, uh, uh, well, I guess this is more for, like, tornadoes and cyclones, and we haven't really, but, like, storm, storm sh shelters are a thing. Yeah. We can, we can build to certain codes. Uh, to, Literally to hide underground from the wrath of the sky god. There's a reason why deities like Thor and Zeus, and uh, yeah, like they they throw lightning and uh, crash thunder because that's that's super powerful. That is that is one of the most like yeah like all this weather f phenomenon uh, is like a crazy powerful experience that we deal with regularly. And like can yeah, barely wrap our mind around. It's fucking nuts. Like, and again, like I don't want to like just break down the entire podcast right now and say weather's so crazy. But god damn it, yeah, weather is insane. Weather's crazy. Yeah. Well, and then when it when it changes, when it changes, like that's or like where there's there's, uh, yeah, like abnormalities, or like oh, it's snowing in summer. Or uh, we're, we're, we're getting buffeted by uh, crazy windstorms that we've never experienced before because we haven't built our houses to withstand this stuff. Yeah, that's super, that's super stressful and like makes you realize just kind of how puny and small you are. Which, 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 man, going all the way back to our very first episode on Ode to Man, 
Like, yeah. so, like Sophocles made it a damn deal to put in this choral ode that, yeah, the freezing rain and the snowstorms, like we can, we don't automatically die to those. We can, we can tough those out. And man is awesome. There's nothing more awesome than man because he can survive like a snowstorm. And yeah, we're the apex. Yeah, and there's there's still and, and like just barely. We can just barely survive like a snowstorm. <laughs> and we're awesome. There's nothing yeah, like Paula Tadena, right? Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or, or even so I, I guess I brought up one kind of bit of literature. Um here's here's one so last uh last fall um, I taught this theater history course, and we read this play uh, from um, uh, the Yuan Dynasty in China, uh, okay. and this is roughly like 1200s to 1300s. Uh, and, and this is called um, the translated title is "The Injustice Done to Du Yi," um, okay. but it's also known in English uh, by an alternate title, uh, "Snow in Midsummer." And as you okay. can imagine, so in in the play, uh, there's a, there's this young woman, uh, and her father has to uh, uh, not he he's not abandoning her, but he's going to go to the big city and take these tests to like get a better job and enter as like a government official type. Um, but he can't take his his daughter with him, so so he's going to leave her um, in the smaller town. So he goes over there. Um, the woman that she that the daughter is staying with kind of pimps her out and like sells her off as a bride. Um, but then the like husband to be and the father in law to be, they're gonna like kill the woman, and then the daughter gets blamed for it. So so it, it is as the title suggests, and and uh, she 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 gets blamed for for the murder. Uh, the the daughter does, and then. Uh, she gets executed. So clearly, okay. as the title says, this is an injustice done to this woman. Um, <laughs> and, and, and and she's following all the like kind of traditional uh, uh, kind of values about honoring your family and not speaking ill of your elders and things like that. So she can't just say like, no, this bitch is lying because that's not that, that, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be like the proper thing for, for her to do. Right. But. The other part of the title, and and uh, and uh, this is kind of cool. So she says, like, look, if you if you uh, go through with this injustice, then 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 there are going to be three prophecies that I'm going to um, uh, announce. Like, not not exactly curses, not exactly curses, but but just prophecies. So she prophesizes that if they kill her, an an innocent woman. Uh, number one, uh, uh, it will rain blood. Okay. Number two, it will snow in uh, summer, which is like the other titles, snow in midsummer. And then number three, there will be a three-year drought. And sure yeah. enough, they kill her and all of these things come to pass. And, um, and, and, and yeah, this is a pretty well-known story uh, in, in Chinese culture. Um, and in fact... As the Wikipedia page tells me, <laughs> um, there's there, there's kind of an idiomatic phrase "snowing in June," that means that there's some sort of like um, injustice or 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 some wrong uh, that's that that's happened, and, and so even then, like that's a whole thing. It's like 
when the weather is screwy, if it's raining blood, if it's snowing in the summertime, if you have an extended drought, like, yeah, somebody somewhere screwed up because that thing, those, those things don't happen. And so what can we do? What can we do to like get the weather system and these like familiar patterns of what weather should be? What can we do to uh, set everything right again? So anyway, that's a fun, fun little bit of theater literature history. Um, the injustice done to Dewey. Um, go, go check it out. It's a, it's a, right it's a, it's a kind of bittersweet, but also very, uh, very poignant, very moving play. Okay, right on. Yeah. Since since we were kind of talking about weather all this time, I was like, oh yeah, there's 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 that play. Too. No, 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 not at all. Again, like I told you, you gave me like a, a a bit of a bell ring if it got too crazy, and I. I think that was a nice like palate cleanser against my crazy because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, we're gonna get crazy right now. All, all right, we kind of like got got some of that out of our system, and now we're gonna really dive back into it. So what what do you, what do you have next for us here, Mark? All right, so cloud seeding does not work, and all this good bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it totally thin works. It is deadly. It is effective, and it is efficient. And buckle up, baby, because here's a couple cases of it. And by couple, I mean two. <laughs> so number one project cumulus mm-hmm. in 1950 the uh united kingdom started experimenting with cloud seeding they were trying to increase rainfall in the idea that or in the hopes that like if you increase rainfall to a region it will start to um what do you call that uh undermine troop movements of the enemy mm-hmm. if it's raining all the time like roads yeah. are safe because they're muddy and especially like this is 1950 so like I don't think all-wheel drive had been invented yet, you know? Yeah, or at least not, like, popular or... No, well, not, not yeah. popular, but, yeah, like, mass, massive available. Or or even, like, bridges can wash out, and, yeah, totally. Bridges, yeah, absolutely. So, like, you wash out bridges, yeah. You uh, wash out roads, so, like, things can't move. You block supply lines and so forth, right? Through Project Cumulus, the British were attempt were uh exercising cloud seeding activity activities like trying to figure it out just like in mainland england right mm-hmm. so there was this thing called the um Lindmouth disaster where and again this is all tin foil hat shit so go ahead and put it on now guys okay guys and gals <laughs> and everyone in between it was something it resulted in something called allegedly the Lindmouth disaster in 1952, the town of Lynmouth, England, in uh, North Devon, England, I don't know where that is, whatever, mm-hmm. they got nine inches of rain in 24 hours. Oh, jeez. 90 million tons of water rushed over the Lynn River in England and ended up destroying multiple buildings and killing 35 people. This oh, was wow. 250 times the average ra- rainfall of Devon, England. Now, to be fair, England at the time had been experiencing increased rainfall in the region. Eh, sure. Mm-hmm. But also, it's 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 still like a weird big conspiracy theory in England to this day. Hmm. Yeah. That also kind of jogged my memory um is uh and I just saw this this was a kind of plot point in The Crown. So that's where I found out about this. There was a there's kind of a a coal mining town in Wales that number one all the like kind of waste stuff they were 
they had it stacked up too high. Um, some some okay. of these like waste waste um, uh, deposits from, from the coal. But then they also like got just an, an extraordinary amount of rain. And um, that rain like washed over all of the uh, uh, all these like massive piles of like mining waste. And it like knocked into a school and like a couple of houses and it killed uh, uh, hundreds of people. And it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it killed uh, 144 people, 116 of whom were children because it knocked into this elementary school. Um, and, and oh, so, yeah, God. like there's, I, I'm not saying that that was a result of any sort of um, cloud, cloud seeding, but it does illustrate the point that um, extraordinary rainfall in an area that's not really like prepared for it. Like, yeah, it, it can be catastrophic. Oh yeah. Devastating. Yeah. But then, so ready for my biggest like proof that cloud seeding is a thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's a thing called Operation Popeye. Olive oil. <laughs> During the Vietnam War, you might remember that. Okay, and this is a big one too. The powers that be don't classify Vietnam as a defeat in American history. Right. It was, kind of, sort of, until you get into the shit like this. And I almost wonder if Vietnam wasn't like some weird vehicle for like hey, man, let's get crazy with everything and see what happens. <laughs> because, like, war is a blank check for mayhem and just do it up, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I could see that being potentially... Napalm, yeah. Agent Orange. Right. Like, it was insane. From 1967 to 1972, the United States government, they attempted to influence the monsoon season of Vietnam, specifically in along the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Hmm... And to me, this is like they uh, they looked into Project Cumulus from the Brits mm -hmm. and just amplified it a touch. Right. And so they used uh, lead iodide and silver iodide to uh, cloud seed. So they, they attempted to cloud seed the region along the Ho Chi Minh Trail during the monsoon seasons in Vietnam. Oh, man. Using three C-130 Hercules and two F-4C Phantom Jets to cloud seed they ran two sorties a day along this route from 67 to 1972 in the attempt or in the hopes that it would increase rainfall against the Ho Chi Minh Trail to, uh, you know, block enemy movement, to block mm -hmm. supply lines mm -hmm. and so forth. And we have proof that this worked. And if you need to see it, like, in the real world, it's in Forrest Gump. <gasps> That's right. Because he's talking about time. Sometimes it would rain up. Sometimes it would rain from the side. Sometimes it would rain from the bottom. Hey, Bubba, you put your back to mine, and then we won't get our heads wet when we lay down in the rain. That's right. That is one. 100% a thing the United States government did and pulled off, Josh. That's, oh my God, I, I never realized. I, I never realized that like Forrest Gump was trying to red pill us on Operation Popeye. Fucking A, yeah. <laughs> Operation Popeye. Holy cow. That, so it was, it was, you said from 1966... 
to 67. 70, oh, okay. 67 to 72? Five years. Five years, multiple times a day. Three times a day. Oh, my God. Sorry. Um. Wait. Yeah, two two times a day, these planes would fly out of an airfield in Thailand. And yeah. <sighs> I, I mean... And that shit worked. The rainfall in Vietnam increased at some weird level that I couldn't find or correlate the contents of. But yeah, it totally worked. That... Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, how... Oh, my God. That... Okay, I think I might have to ring the bell for myself here. This is... <laughs> that... Because, because uh, yeah, like not only not only was this a thing, and I'm sure with a little more like elbow grease, we could like find the actual numbers or whatever. But that, Again, but, dude, but that all it's in, this is so crash course. Like but that, but that it's in a that, that it's in a movie too, and like they they like slowly like snuck in like oh yeah, and like this is this is it this is it too, where it's just like raining all of the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. That is, oh man! I got, I got one more thing. Okay, okay. I think and this I is. Think I can do it. Okay, put again. If you haven't already put your hat on, yeah, put it on now for I, tinfoil. I, I have my tinfoil hat on. I have my my uh, wheat beer in one hand, and then I have my bell in the other hand. So let's good. Okay, so good, I am good, girded good, up. Good. I'm girded up. I have one final thing, and I almost think I almost want to like devote an entire episode to this, but later you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but in the meantime there's a thing called harp that stands for the high active auroral research program it is located in alaska and what it is is an array of satellites or an array of antennae that blast low frequency emissions into the ionosphere at like 3.5 hertz 3.5 3.4 hertz and the idea is like study the effects of the ionosphere and stuff and I don't get it. I don't know how it works. I, I just, I don't fucking get it. I'm not a physicist. I'm not a meteorologist. I don't know. But what I do know is the idea was to establish how radio waves work around the planet. Allegedly, quote unquote, wink, 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 Mm -hmm. wink, wink. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the cover story. Yeah. That's. And I, I talked to you earlier about like, I don't want to get conspiracy theory about this. (laughs) Because as I went deeper, I realized that a lot of this is just like humans being dicks to humans. (laughs) I watched this whole deal on Vice about like, it's, I don't even know who she was. She was like, I think she was a secretary for Harp. Okay. And these people were calling her, like telling her to like go kill herself. (gasps) And this was like 2018. Oh my God. That's awful. It's terrible. But the idea is that heart blasts these low wave uh, radio waves or low low frequency radio waves, also called ELF, into the atmosphere and it reacts to the ionosphere. And from that, we can like gather research of like auroral activity and like we can study the Van Allen belt, the, you know, the, the, the right. radiation belt that like exists around the earth and so forth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, allegedly, according to Jesse the Body Ventura, who I also watched the whole fucking 65-minute program <laughs> on Jesse the Body Ventura's conspiracy, yeah. it can also control the weather. <laughs> okay. And I don't know. It was created in 1993. And during 1993, I don't know if you remember this one, Josh, because you might be too young. 
But that was when El Nino really started kicking off. That is, yeah, I I was just old enough uh, to remember, yeah, that El Nino was like a big, a big goddamn deal. Yeah. Which, if you remember your SNL, according to Chris Farley, El Nino is Spanish for the, the Nino. Nino. Yeah. It is Spanish for the boy, but in, but in that skit it was. Yeah, that's what like really kicked off a big part of the, uh, um, or not kicked it off, but it was it correlated alongside it, mm. and it was one of the greatest like rainfalls that we've seen in the states in a couple decades. I'm not really sure. Again, I don't know. Right. Because I'm not a fucking meteorologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the uh, oh okay so there's a troposphere, stratosphere, mesosphere, thermosphere exosphere um in order from nearest to the ground the farthest away um in the ionosphere isn't that up in the thermosphere i think i think that's where that is it's, so, it's, it's closer to us than the outside of the end of earth if that makes sense yeah but the idea is that they would project um, really low frequency uh, radio waves up into it, and it could be either a continuous beam and or a pulse. Okay, okay. So, so, so yeah, it, it looks like, yeah, uh, roughly like thirty to six hundred miles altitude. That does include the thermosphere and parts of the mesosphere and exosphere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so the idea goes that harp can influence this. And again, I don't place stock in the idea that harp can control the weather. However, it is important to note that when Katrina, Hurricane Katrina in 2000, what was that, four? Uh, Eight? I don't know. Five, I think. 2005, maybe? Yeah. Five. It yeah. was five, right? Mm-hmm. When George Bush hated black people. <laughs> when FEMA death camps started rolling out. When really, mm-hmm. I think that like this country like flipped its shit into like just when this country just like decided to like ignore all scientific anything. Yes. Harp was active during uh, Hurricane um, uh, Sandy, which okay in two thousand twelve when Obama was up for re-election, Sandy hit. Mm-hmm. And the idea was that, and again, this is all conspiratorial. This is all tinfoily as fuck. Right. Obama used harp to stop the um, elderly voters from getting to the polls. <laughs> okay. Maybe. But also at the same time, harp was active. And you can like, it takes, it, what is it? It's like $3 million a day to operate it. Okay. And you can see these spikes in the energy uptake of HARP. Hmm. Right? And then finally, uh, the, the, the last big one was uh, the Fukushima disaster in 2010. HARP was active. Hmm. I, I mean... I'm, I'm not saying anything, <laughs> but... I think it's it's either an Einstein and or Dr. Manhattan slash uh, uh, um, Alan Moore quote. I like God 
do not play with dice, and I do not believe in coincidences. And goddammit, Josh, we are two wizards who do not believe in coincidences. This, this is true, yeah. One of but the... fucking A, that is almost too ooky spooky to ignore. Yeah, one of one of the laws of wizardry is not believing in coincidences. And, yeah. And, and, and I... Well, and... Because this is the other thing, and, and this... This um, this metaphor, this analogy, this thought experiment is is only too appropriate, um, because this is the butterfly effect. This this could literally be the butterfly effect that firing a couple of uh, kajiggers into the ionosphere. Who know who who knows what downstream effect that really has? Cause that cause measuring that or like trying to like trace those calculations, like that's beyond the the capacity of our technology right now. Um Allegedly. A, allegedly. A, a, but so 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 yeah, like I I kind of like kind of like what you were saying about the now much more benign uh cloud seeding thing like i can't i can't not i can't say like oh no there's absolutely no uh because i'm not a an atmosphere an atmospheric meteorological um low frequency electromagnetic radiation expert i'm not (laughs) and i know that yeah, like the law of unintended consequences is a thing where you like pull on this string and then like a building collapses on the other side of town. Like, yeah, like that's a thing that I I can't and 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 I'm still holding the bell, mind you, I'm still holding the bell. <laughs> and this is where yeah, I, I think we as wizards we can only say like may we can either affirm or deny some of these claims and maybe and maybe it's best for the world that we don't affirm or deny some of these claims i don't want to because yeah. like again i i watch so much shit about like how harp is killing america but then there's also this like deal and it's um it's called earthquake lights. Mm. And in the ionosphere and so like the aurora borealis is in the uh, in the ionosphere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We can observe that actively. But apparently, and I guess like when earthquakes go off, these lights will appear. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's 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 real fucking weird, but at the same time like it is continental plates like mashing into each other like if i could put my like geology hat on right there's like two plates like mashing into each other there's gonna be it's an an insane amount of like energy exchange you know so why the fuck would it not present above like the event yeah if that makes sense but then also like with 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 harp they're saying like oh yeah you can make earthquakes well Fucking maybe not, but God damn it, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I want to believe, and again, like back back at the ranch, the Oakvale Blobs. Like, I want to believe that, like, 
the U.S. government isn't trying to kill us, but fucking a sometimes. It it is that trope of, uh, yeah, like scientist or team of researchers about to throw this switch, and then there's like the down on his luck uh, sheriff and his high school sweetheart who works at the diner who just happened to be in the building, and then there's like some 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 top brass from the military saying like, do do it. The, the the government research grant is depending on this. I have orders from the president. And the like lowly sheriff's like, I don't know about this. And then the like scientist flips the switch. And then the next thing you know, you have like sapient vegetables that are eating people or something like, but, but like, but that's just it. It's like, we don't, we don't, we, 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 we try to like figure out our little spot in the universe and on earth and what it means to be human. And we get a really interesting idea to like shoot shit into the ionosphere or to uh try and get more rainfall for the best of intentions because we want to grow crops more consistently or because we want to figure or like mitigate hail yeah Yeah. it's not that we start off wanting to control the weather with well or no we are wanting to control the weather but like not in a not in a, a bad way but it is. We're just little. We're just little dum dums that don't fully understand, don't fully comprehend all what we're doing. And so maybe, maybe we do just kind of slink back as as our uh, as our uh, shared uh, author of admiration, H.P. Lovecraft, wrote. Like maybe we just slink back into the comforts of a new dark age. Because I wouldn't want to cause an earthquake inadvertently just from studying the aurora borealis <laughs> yeah it just and from there like it gets so deep and i might i want to get into this later but for now i can't and so josh i want to ask you now like we, we we we've been at this for like about an hour and a half where do you fall on weather manipulation is it a thing is it not i i it, where yeah buddy i i mean it clearly is a thing well and this is almost like kind of a cheater answer like it clearly is a thing because we're already doing it because uh anthropogenic climate change is a thing if we're freeing all this carbon dioxide into the atmosphere that is that doesn't count so so that part not counting that part not counting um like our shittiness against the planet not not yeah but 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 insofar as like maybe like localized if we see these clouds or if we mess around with the the atmosphere i i i think there's some some evidence to suggest that we do in various forms and if and if a butterfly wing can cause a hurricane, God, what can what can we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 a weird like. What's okay? So like we have the ode demand like Politadena. Yeah. Like, what's the reverse of that? Like, fuck humans are horrifying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Um. Actually, I think that comes at the end of uh. No, uh, I think. A similar idea comes at the end of uh, 
Well, actually, this isn't a couple tragedies, but I think one of the most memorable ones is at the end of the Oedipus Rex, the, the Oedipus Tyrannus, where the chorus says, like, uh, may, may, may no man count himself blessed until he's dead. Um, and then I think in, oh, there's a play by Euripides where it says, like, it's, it's better to not be born at all. Or if you are born to quickly die, like that one's pretty, <laughs> that one's very... We're going to kill ourselves. Yeah, that is that is the difference between uh, Sophocles and Euripides there. Man, which one is that? I like the idea, I like that though, like the like stark contrast between the two. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it, it oh man. And, and, and it is, it's like we truly won't, like we don't have a system to know how much of an effect we really have. Because like you can try to set up like a like a control group but you never know you never know and and if anything else this gives me an appreciation for all the people hundreds of years ago who were like riding down that day's temperature low and that day's temperature high and how much rainfall they have because like man like talk about doing that kind of work uh to like try and figure out these weather patterns and now here we are, just like, oh man, I wish you, I wish we got more rain. Let's put some <laughs> shit up in the atmosphere. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I gotta. God, I feel so much better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I have poured my rain of all this stupid shit upon you and our listeners, <laughs> and I am better for it. Yes, you were. You were. You had built up, you you had accumulated quite a bit on your own there. It's out of your system. You've, 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 you've condensed it. You've precipitated it out. Now it's going to be somebody else's problem because it's going to fall on somebody else's field and then they have to deal with it. So, uh, we'll go, we'll, we'll, go look into this shit for yourselves, guys. Yeah. Like we're insane. Humans are terrible. <laughs> I, I'm turning into like Jerry Seinfeld here, but what's the deal with humans? Yeah. Like, God damn it, man. Like. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh. man. It, it, it's... Uh. Well, 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 so so let's... Now, I think... Because you have pulled me back from the edge many a time. And so, Mark, now it's... I, I think it's my time to return the favor. Ring that bell, Josh. So, ring the bell. And uh, let's let's try to bring this to a close here. Let's try to, let's try to wrap this conversation. April showers bring May flowers... And April cloud seeding brings the end times? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But Mark, if our listeners uh, tuning into this episode, if they want to share maybe some some of their strange weather phenomenon that they've experienced, who knows? Maybe this reaches the ear of, of a harp researcher and they want to like set the record straight for us. How, how could that person or those people get in touch with us well if you wanted to uh, correct that record if you wanted to uh dump some uh silver iodide into this storm of <laughs> me freaking the fuck out you could do that by going to two at gmail.com or two wizards pod c1 on twitter you can find me at marky stardust on twitter or great greek buffalo on instagram or you can find my good buddy josh here on plaid barbarian at twitter let us know because i want answers yeah, well, I, not even answers. Just like, not answers. Just pat me on the head. Yeah, and say that everything is gonna be fine. Yeah, everything. It'll be. It'll, it'll be okay. 
because um, I blessed the rains down in Africa. And it's going to take some time to do the things we never had. So uh, that's, that's my attempt at a little last bit of levity before we close it out here. So. Not at all. I love it. <laughs> I fucked a black chick in Africa. <laughs> Listeners, we love you. Thank you for bearing with us in our first ever two-parter episode. Mm-hmm. I am sorry if I went it too was, far. It was I one to remember. Did. Maybe I should go farther. I don't know. I think right now we're just we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna wind it down. Watch a nice sunset. We'll we'll come back next week. Not talking about weather, but we'll have we'll have another lovely conversation topic for for everybody. So. So as as they say, when it rains, it pours. Um, but <laughs> take care, everyone. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all. <laughs> ah!